We start in Hillsboro, where police are seeking a suspect in a robbery at the Sheets on NC-86 by Hampton Point. Police got the initial call and arrived shortly after 2 p.m. While there, they were alerted to a second larceny that was happening at the same time. They confronted the suspect, who physically assaulted an officer, fled to a red GMC terrain, and took off, dragging the officer in the process. That officer had to be hospitalized with minor injuries. Search is on for the suspect. Contact the Hillsborough Police Department if you have any information. Meanwhile, we're pretty much fully recovered from the big storm on Tuesday night with the power back on for everyone and school back on a regular schedule this morning. In Carborough, Awasa officials had to respond to a sewer overflow Tuesday night by Creekview Circle. That overflow stopped after the rain subsided, but not before spilling about 1,500 gallons of untreated wastewater. We've got a photo of that spill on our website, chapelboro.com, part of our visual coverage of Tuesday night's storm. Down now to Pittsburgh, where town offices are closed for the rest of the week as they get ready for a move. Pittsburgh's town hall has been at 635 East Street, but this week it's moving four blocks down the road to Main Street Station at 287 East Street. Here's Mayor Kyle Ship on the move. We've had some additional offices in uh, what's called Main Street Station on East Street for maybe about a year now. We've had some some over there planning and, and uh, Parks and Rec have been there and then um, really, just as we continue to grow as a town and add more staff, uh, we're the police department is going to be taking over what is currently town hall, and then the the rest of the the staff that's currently in town hall is going to move down to additional space in Main Street Station. So uh, we've got a lot more room to expand in in Main Street Station, and then this will also give. Uh, an expanded facility for our police department, too, which is really badly needed. That's Kyle Ship speaking there. Pittsburgh town offices are closed through Monday to accommodate the move. They're going to reopen next week, Tuesday, the 16th. In Raleigh, state officials are urging residents to keep taking precautions, including staying up to date on your vaccines amidst a big spike in COVID-19 metrics. COVID particles in wastewater have nearly tripled in the last two weeks alone, and they were already higher than they'd been in the past 11 months. The good news is that hospitalizations have not significantly increased. They're up high, too. But in fact, states saw a drop in COVID hospitalizations last week. They are still at their highest levels, though, in about a year year. Influenza is also at peak levels, including 48 deaths in North Carolina just in the last two weeks. So officials are reminding everyone to stay up to date on your flu vaccines as well. Finally, the start of a new year always brings many things to our community. ACC basketball season, new elected officials, and a newly calculated living wage. The organization Orange County Living Wage has updated its estimate of the local living wage, the amount you'd have to make per hour to pay for housing in our area without overextending your budget. Orange County Living Wage Director Debbie Everly came on with me earlier this week to share the new number. Our new living wage is seventeen sixty-five for employers for all part-time and full-time employees and 1660 if the employer provides 50% of the insurance cost and that is based on the fair market rent that we calculate from four counties Orange Chatham Alamance and Durham 1765 is up from it was it 16 1660 so it's it's a big jump for our employers mm-hmm. but uh, it's something that 
we really feel that need to do based on what the fair market you know rent is, and we know that um, they are going to have to work hard for that, and you know we're just here to support them. That's Debbie Everly speaking. Mayor Orange County Living Wage certifies businesses that pledge to pay all their employees a living wage, and you can get the full directory of certified businesses on their website, orangecountylivingwage.org. It is 6.15, time now for sports, brought to this hour by New Hope Church. Carolina men's basketball continued its dominance of NC State last night, rolling over the Wolfpack in Raleigh, 67-54. Seventh-ranked Tar Heel shot just 39% and led by just two at the half, but a strong defensive effort made the difference. NC State shot just 27%, their worst against Carolina since at least 1954, and UNC was able to pull away late. R.J. Davis led the scoring with 16, and including several clutch threes, but the most impressive stat line came from Harrison Ingram, nine points and 19 rebounds. That's more than any Tar Heel has ever pulled down in a game against NC State. That's also three road wins in a row for Carolina to start 2024. You remember last season when they struggled on the road, none of that so far this time around. After the game, head coach Hubert Davis talked about winning in hostile territory. I think one of the things that, and I've said this before, that has helped us has been our non-conference schedule. I just, I just believe the level of teams that we play, the different situations that we we've been in, has hardened us and and, and give us like a a toughness, but an experience. Even being on true road game, I just hear them in the huddle all the time. We've been here before. We we were here before against UConn. We were here before against Connecticut. We were here before against Tennessee. We, we you know we we were here and. Our guys are just gaining strength from being in those situations, and um, I just really feel like the experience in the early season has, has, has given us confidence to be able to step in environments like this and be able to execute on both ends. That's Hubert Davis speaking there. Next up, the Tar Heels are finally back home hosting Syracuse. That game will be Saturday at noon. Tonight, the Carolina women get their turn as the 20th-ranked Tar Heels hit the road to face number 21 Florida State in Tallahassee. UNC is tied for first in the ACC at 3-0. Florida State just behind at 3-1. Tip-off time is at 6, and we'll have all the action for you right here on 97.9 The Hill. Elsewhere in sports, sad news from the world of UNC women's lacrosse as junior goalkeeper Alicia Nicholas announced yesterday that she's been diagnosed with thyroid cancer. The good news is that the diagnosis came down several months ago. She's been undergoing treatment, and she says now she's on track to be cancer-free in the next few weeks. That's a direct quote. Best wishes to Alicia. She starred in goal for UNC last year, earning honorable mention All-American status from USA Lacrosse magazine. Hopefully that treatment will wrap up soon. Soon. No word yet if and when she'll be able to play this season. That season begins on February 10th. And finally, in hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes are back in action tonight. They are hosting the Ducks at 7 p.m., also down the road in Raleigh at PNC.